Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. Hey everyone, I'm Liam the daughter. I'm Lauren the mom. Welcome to Witch Whisper. Witch Whisper. Hey, it's my turn. It is your turn. <laughs> it's my turn today. Oh, yeah. Jake's. I bet he really <laughs> liked that. He's going to be happy with that. All right, so the harvest season. It's almost gone. It's almost gone. You know, we took down our Halloween decorations. Yes. It was time. But we're in that weird in-between. Yeah. Okay? It's almost time for the Christmas carols. <laughs> but I want to cling a little bit to the harvest season. It's not the first time I've said this. I'm clinging for dear yeah. life. I'm hanging. Yeah, <laughs> hanging on for dear life. Uh, it snowed for the first time uh, yesterday yes. here in... Pittsburgh, PA, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful, Yeah, but you know what? I want to talk about something <laughs> harvesty today. Okay, let's do it. I want to talk about scarecrows. <gasps> Interesting. Interesting. This is one of those that, like, they do pop up in a lot of movies, but yeah. there's always kind of a better lesson, yeah. and we just haven't gotten to scarecrows, so I yeah. was like, you know what? Let's give them their moment. What's more harvesty than a scarecrow? That's what I said. Right? Okay, so what is a scarecrow? What if is you it? you don't know, it's kind of in the name. Okay. All right, scarecrows are defined as a decoy, often in the shape of a human, used to scare birds or crows mm-hmm. away from crops. Mm-hmm. Get it, Lore? Scare. Crow. Oh, oh my God. Got it. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. <laughs> uh, they are now heavily associated with Halloween and the harvest season. Yes. Um, it's easy to picture these effigies hanging out in the farmer's field, stuffed with straw, just like I like to be. <laughs> or every fall craft show. <laughs> Oh, my God. You're going to find a scarecrow on a stick. And they've gotten so cheesy, haven't they? (laughs) They really have. But where do they come from? Where do they come from? Is there any mythology behind them is kind of what my question was. Mm. What's the folklore? What is the folklore? Of a scarecrow. Please tell me. All right. So, obviously, we're going to start with ancient Egypt and ancient Greece. Oh, my God. Who would have seen that coming? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) So, in ancient (laughs) Egypt, the very first humans recorded using scarecrows were obviously the ancient Egyptians. Uh And they used scarecrows to protect their weed fields along the Nile River from hungry birds. Okay. Just as like a tool. Yeah. All right. In ancient Greece, Greek farmers also placed carved wooden statues in their fields to scare the birds away. And they were modeled after Priapus. Priapus. Pri- Priapus. <laughs> I don't know how Priapus? to pronounce it. As like platypus? Usual. Yes. <laughs> Minus the pla. <laughs> Mad- Minus the bill. <laughs> yeah. It's Priapus. Uh-huh. Oh my God. That just sounds so hilarious. Uh, he was the rustic god of livestock, crops, fertility, and sexual potency. This is going to get uh, good. Uh, that's for growing some big ass crops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> Uh, Priapus, the son of Dionysus and Aphrodite, was apparently mm. so fucking ugly oh, that bummer. birds would avoid him in the fields where he <laughs> oh resided. Okay, so the Greeks <laughs> thought to capitalize on his ugliness, <laughs> and they crafted statues of him to keep the birds out for good. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but— Poor Priapus. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Despite being hideous, he yeah. had one thing going for him, Lord. You want to know what it is? A massive penis. Massive. <laughs> with a permanent erection. Oh He's always ready gosh. to go. <laughs> She's totally blushing. You liking what Priapus has to offer? <laughs> I cannot say his name. I can only think of love, actually, when he's like, 
have got a big schlong. <laughs> you know, Colin Frizzle. Is that his <laughs> Colin Frizzle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so back to big penis. Yeah. Fun science fact. The, let me get my lab coat. Okay. The medical condition, priapism, <laughs> defined as a condition in which a penis remains erect for hours in the absence of stimulation. Permanent erection. Or after stimulation has ended, was named after this god. Oh my god! With the massive penis. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they um, exemplify that in the statues in the cornfield. They do. That's what I said. He's usually depicted. Oh, with a long, with schlong. an erect penis. <laughs> That's all he had going for him. He was ugly as shit, but he was packing heat. Oh my gosh, Laura! My God, oh. someone get Laura fan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> The Romans would eventually copy the use of scarecrows from the Greeks <laughs> and spread the custom across Europe. I thought you were going to say copy his, you know, yeah. south of the border. Eventually the penis kind of died down. Maybe they thought <laughs> the birds might be attracted rather than revulsed. It's like a perch. <laughs> Let me post up. Uh, all right, let's move to Japan. Because this is it. where the interesting mythology okay. lies. All right. In Japan, farmers... <laughs> that was pretty interesting. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. That's Laura's favorite by far. <laughs> this is why you really like Greek mythology. That's, that's All it. of the massive penises. Yeah. All right. In Japan, farmers were using a variety of different scarecrows to protect their rice fields. Mm -hmm. No shocker. Um, but they are known as kakashi. Oh. Okay. Which means scarecrow. I'm probably going to say these words wrong. That's my bad. But apparently, <laughs> this word derived from a word meaning something stinky. <laughs> okay. Something stinky. Something stinky. Something stinky this way comes. <laughs> TM. Uh, traditionally, rags, bells, sticks, and anything that could make noise were placed on a pole <laughs> in the field and then lit on fire. Oh, wow. But I was reading that sometimes, like, food, like gross food oh, and like decaying like meat. Like rotting food? And hence the something stinky. Oh. But some people argue that because they're like, that would attract birds. Yes. Especially yeah. like crows, crows and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know where the something stinky came from. <laughs> <laughs> but the flames and supposed smell scared birds and other animals away from the crops. Okay. Okay. Mm. Eventually they started getting a bit more creative with the scarecrows okay. and made them resemble people. So hats, clothes, arms. Stinky people. <laughs> stinky people. Sometimes they even gave them weapons mm. to make them appear more frightening <laughs> to the yeah, birds. The, a bird the, can the, sense <laughs> <laughs> Is that a superior holding? I'm going the other way. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But also in Japanese mythology, there is a Shinto god known as Kubiko. Okay. And he is the god of folk wisdom, knowledge, and agriculture, and he is often represented as a scarecrow, Ooh. which is fun. Okay. okay. So for the following story, I could only find a few resources, and they seemed... A little suspect. You little know, what? I don't shady. know if they were super credible. Okay. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you what I got. Uh, give me what you found. <laughs> give me what you got. <laughs> <laughs> so the story goes that Japanese farmers would invite Kubiko okay. to enter their scarecrows during the autumn harvest. Ooh. Okay. He came down and would watch over the mountain fields okay. through the scarecrow. Okay. And though he couldn't walk, he knew and saw all. So he's like an all knowing God. Okay. After the harvest, the scarecrows were taken down, and a meal was prepared as a thank you to the god. 
Okay. The pile of scarecrows and the food offerings were lit on fire to release Kubiko. Okay. In a ceremony known as the Ascent of the Scarecrow. Wow. And this is where I'm like, I can only find a few resources, but that is really, I like that. I think that's cool. Yeah, I like that. It makes sense to my brain. Yes. It tickled... It tickled the right spot. It tickled the brain cells. <laughs> Just like Priapus. <laughs> uh, all right. From what I can tell, there are still scarecrows. I was going to say, he's tickling something else. <laughs> I know. Lord just got the joke. No. <laughs> She's totally red. Oh, jeez. Uh, there are still scarecrow festivals, or Kakashi Matsuri, that take place in Japan throughout the autumn season. Oh, kind of like fall festivals, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's a scarecrow village in the Aya Valley. with it, So it's a town with over 200 scarecrow residents. Oh, my gosh. There's like a log of all of the scarecrows. Like You're each kidding. one has a name and a backstory. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Like they gave them jobs. They got jobs? They got jobs. Wow. Shit. <laughs> And they were all created by a longtime resident of the town known as the Mother of Scarecrows. Oh, that's cute. I know. So they're all like, they're posed differently. They have like full on ensembles. Some are wearing masks. Apparently this town creeps some people out and they won't go visit. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like kind of like an island of the dolls. Oh. Like, there are a lot. Who the lot face of- you just made was terrifying. <laughs> well, I was thinking of the Island of the Dolls. Creepy. Very creepy. Yeah, yeah I don't some people visit find there. it creepy because they actually, like, if you're driving by the town, apparently it'll look like it's full of people, but they're all fucking scarecrows. Oh, they're all scarecrows. <laughs> yeah, shit. I think it's cool. I would totally There go. are no birds to be found in this town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so let's go to Europe. Okay, let's do it. In Europe, there wasn't much mythology to it. It was kind of just like they mm-hmm. were used as a tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Middle Ages, farmers used little kids to make a bunch of noise in their fields to scare away birds. Oh, I thought you were going to say they stuck little kids on poles. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> well, you know what? In Europe, Middle Ages, <laughs> you never fucking know. Uh, they would run around the fields banging a bunch of shit together uh, to cause a ruckus and the birds would flee. Okay. But after the population declined from the Black Death, oh, yeah. There was a lack of children, alive people. <laughs> And farmers began creating statues of people instead, stuffed with straw, dressed in old clothes, and with a turnip or gourd placed on the top like a head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The statues hung in the fields. Maybe that's where it becomes associated with, like, Halloween. the harvest. Yeah. Yeah. A good turnip. A good turnip. (laughs) Uh, They were hung in the fields to protect the crops. You know, same old spiel. Yeah. But that's really sad, though. (laughs) I kind of thought that was a sad backstory. That, That is a little sad. All right, so America. Yeah. German immigrants who made their way to North America by way of Pennsylvania. Is that right? Yeah, brought their version of the scarecrow with them. Wow. They were called the Bootsamon or oh. Boogeyman. Oh. I thought this was interesting. So same old spiel. They resembled spooky people in order to scare away the birds and animals from the crops. Uh, But a female companion was often placed at the opposite end of the field so the Bootsamon wouldn't get lonely. I thought that was kind of cute. That's nice. Uh, But as we know, the boogeyman eventually became known as a mythical figure used to frighten children into good behavior. So there is a little bit of a correlation. Yes, a little crossover there. Yeah, used to scare or frighten. Uh Uh-huh. After World War II, pesticides became the go-to choice for protecting crops. Uh, overshadowing our scarecrow friends. I'll take they were the on scarecrow. The way yeah, right? Yeah. A little more festive, a <laughs> little more fun. 
They eventually began a less toxic. <laughs> appearing in pop culture, yeah. which took them from useful agricultural tool uh-huh. to Halloween autumn decor. Yes. That's how it moved. Yes. Um, in pop culture, it's interesting. They are usually tied to the supernat- supernatural. Supernatural. <laughs> I don't know why I said mm-hmm. it like that. The supernatural episode. Supernatural. Yes, there mm-hmm. is a supernatural episode, but they're always tied to, like, the magical mm-hmm. in some way. They are um, often used as, like, guardians of the in-between. So, like, they're alive but not really. They're placed on, like, the outside of a crop field to kind of be— They're, like, an in-between character. I thought that was neat. Yeah. Um, They can also be seen as a symbol of death and decay— because of the, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. harvest or sacrifice. And I was seeing a lot of, like, oh. ties to Jesus on the cross, like okay. the arms outstretch. I personally think that's coincidence yeah. in order to prop something up to make it, like, okay. it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. to look like uh-huh. it has arms. That's kind of how you have, to, right? I don't I know. I think so, yeah. But there are some people that are, like, okay. this is making a that correlation. Yes. All right. But take from that what thy will. Gotcha. Okay, so scarecrows in pop culture. Yes, let's talk about that. Obviously, the most famous, most popular is from The Wizard of Oz. Ooh, Ray Bolger. I'll Love miss him. you most of all. I know. Ouch. I know. Um, Jeepers Creepers. Yes. The thing is like kind of a scarecrow, yeah. kind of a vampire. I don't really yeah, know yeah. what he's done. Did come, that did come he to my mind. He does pose yeah. as a scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like in the corn. Yeah. Um, the Dark Knight. So apparently the scarecrow is a villain from DC Comics. Okay. And shows up in the dark night. Um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Ooh. There's a storyline that a follows a scarecrow. Okay. Plenty of horror movies, most of them probably bad. There's one called Husk, I think I've seen husk. before. Husk. Husk. <laughs> I'm thinking of Fleetwood Mac song. Something tusk. about a husk. Okay. Oh, we went in a really different direction. Husk, tusk, yeah. Oh, shit. You already mentioned the Supernatural episode. Yeah. Um, there's a few Goosebumps books and episodes about the Scarecrow. There's one, Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. Um, And Scooby-Doo, they pop up. Yeah. So you can see they often make appearances in magical pop culture. I love that. And Beistel, I love their Scarecrow (gasps) I was going to bring that up. I love their Scarecrow imagery. like, the cutest face. He does, and he has a little corncob pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cute. Wow, okay. Um, So that's Scarecrows. I love that. That was fun. I'm glad you talked about that. I think that's, like, what, it's, like, that's something that you just take for granted. You don't really think about it. You don't, like, really think, where, like, where do those come from? That's what what I was like, like, is there any mythology behind it, or was it just used to scare birds away? But it's... A little bit of both. Interesting. And I, I like guess it. the straw would come because that's what they used in the fields it's and the stuff like that. season, yeah. yeah. I love that. Wow. Oh, my God. Great. I'm glad you tackled it. Thank you. What a fantastic way to kind of end that season and Transition. move on to the next. Transition. We're about to get real wintry Ooh. for you in the following weeks. All right. All right. That's all I got. All right. Well, check us out Friday for our full-length episode. Please do. All right. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.